The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Yeah, I want to turn your attention this morning to the book of Nehemiah chapter 4. The book of Nehemiah chapter 4 beginning in verse 1. Nehemiah 4 beginning in verse 1. I want to preach a message entitled, Keep On Building. Amen? Keep on keeping on. Amen? Despite the efforts of the enemy, we got to keep on. Amen? Despite the battles, despite the attacks, we got to keep on this morning. Amen? We can't give up now. We've come too far to get quit now. Amen? We've got something to do. We got to keep moving forward. Amen? Nehemiah chapter 4, the word of the Lord says, But it came to pass that when Sanballat heard that we built this wall, he was wroth, and took great indignation and mocked the Jews. And he spoke before his brethren in the army of Samaria and said, What do these feeble Jews, will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they make an end in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish which are burned? And now Tobiah the Ammonite uh, was by him, and he said, Even that which they build, if a fox go up, he shall even break down their stone wall. Uh, Hear, O God, for we are despised and turn their reproach upon their own head. Give them for a prey in the land of captivity, and cover not their iniquity, and let not their sin be blotted out from before you uh, for they have provoked you to anger before the builders uh, so we built so built we the wall and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof for the people had a mind to work notice that the people had a mind to work despite Send ballot despite all the opposition, they said, we're going to keep on keeping on. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just come before you this morning, Lord, and we lift you up, dear God. And we ask you, Lord, to just touch, dear God, and move, Lord, and anoint this speaker. Just give you your word this morning. Anoint my lips to speak your word, Lord. I pray, Father, for you to have your way. Fill this house with your presence, Lord. And, Lord, we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I, I don't know about you, but I believe we've had some tremendous services around here this week. I, we had an outpouring of the Holy Spirit where the glory of the Lord came down a couple nights in here. But let me tell you, we can't stop there, amen? We can't stop right there. You know what? Can I tell you this morning that there's gonna be an enemy that comes around that wants to steal your blessing, that wants to steal your victory, that wants to keep you from doing what God has called you to do. But we got to keep in our mind that we're going to keep on building this morning. Amen? We got to keep in our mind that we're going to keep on serving the Lord this morning. Amen? We got to keep in our mind that we're going to keep praising the Lord this morning. We got to keep on in our mind says, I'm going to keep on serving him despite anything that comes on. Let me tell you today, we're going 
going to look at a man who was at a building project. His name was Nehemiah, who was rebuilding the walls that had been torn down by the enemies. The walls of Jerusalem had been broken down, and the gates had been burned with fire. And listen, and let me tell you, these walls were in bad shape. They were crumbled. And let me tell you this morning, the enemy has done this, and that enemy still destroying walls this morning. That enemy still destroying things today. But let me tell you this morning, we've got to do like Nehemiah and say the hand of my God is good upon us. Let us arise and let us keep building. Amen. How many know that there's an enemy that is out to steal, kill, and to destroy this morning? How many know there's an enemy that wants to steal your blessing? There's an enemy that wants to steal your joy. There's an enemy that wants to steal your victory. There's an enemy that wants to steal your faith. But we've got to keep on. And we got to keep on. And said we're going to keep serving the Lord no matter what. Despite the enemy. Despite the setback. Despite the attack. We got to keep our mind up and says I'm going to keep on building this morning. Amen. When you see what went through Nehemiah, the first thing I see happen right there is they begin to ridicule him. They begin to mock him, make fun. In verse two and three, and he spoke before his brethren, the army of Samaria and said, what do these feeble Jews, will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they make an end in the day? Will they revive the stones out of heaps? of the rubbish which are burned. Now Tobiah the Ammonite was by him, and he said, even that which, which they build, if a fox go up, he shall break down their stone wall. These statements were in ridicule of what the Jews were doing, what Nehemiah was doing. They were literally sending them, were literally mocking them. Can I tell you, some people will crumble under ridicule. Some people will give up the very moment. Somebody looks at them and goes, nana, nana, boo, boo, or something like that at them. But they were literally mocking, laughing at the, what they were doing. And when I study the Bible, I see the men of God that come under ridicule many times. How many know they mock Jesus, amen? If they mock Jesus, they're gonna mock you this morning. I see Elisha they mocked. He experienced ridicule in 2 Kings 2, 23. And he went up from thence unto Bethel as he was going up on their way. There came forth little children out of the city and mocked him, saying unto him, Go ye, you bald head. Go up, you bald head. They were literally mocking the prophet of the Lord. They were literally scoffing at him, laughing at him just like they was here in Nehemiah. They were saying, will you rebel against the king? Oh, he's crazy. He's gonna go against the king's disorders. What do these feeble Jews think they're doing? What do, who do they think they are laughing at them? They ain't gonna accomplish anything. And see the ridicule. The fact that verse in verse three, where it talks about a fox breaking down the stone wall, simply was saying, they couldn't do it. And even if they got the walls go up, guess what? They were saying it wouldn't take much for it to be knocked down. Said it wouldn't stand 
the test of time. But boy, wasn't they wrong right there. And I begin to think about this. How the people try to mock the people of God today. Anybody know? They may mock you from coming to church. They may balk you for serving the Lord. They may balk us for calling us holy rollers. But guess what? We're going to keep on anyway this morning. Uh, they may ridicule us. Uh, they may laugh at us. Uh, they may call us all kinds of names. Uh, but guess what? I've got my mind made up that I'm going to keep on. Amen. I ain't giving up because somebody calls me a name. Amen. I'm not giving up because somebody wants to laugh at me. They said it all before. But let me tell you, they can call you all the names you want. But the only name that needs to be called is, I'm a child of the king this morning. I'm a child of Jehovah God. Oh, they like to ridicule. They'll ridicule the church today. Oh, do you still believe that? Oh, yes, I do. You still believe he's a coming quicker than you realize. Do you still believe somebody can be set free? Amen. You tell me you believe somebody done something on a cross that can set a vile sinner free? Oh, yes, I do. I'm living proof that the one that hung on that cross is the one that changed my life. Amen. They can ridicule us for believing in the book. They can mock us. They can laugh at us. But when it's all said and done, let me tell you, I'm going to reside in his presence. Amen? I'm going to keep on. I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. We can't quit because the world thinks we're crazy. Amen? I am crazy. Crazy for Jesus. That old devil thinks he can ridicule. Some people will crumble under ridicule. They're like snowflakes. I was going, I know she run the sweeper through here. But you know what happens to them? You start milking them. Guess what? They start falling apart. Oh, they can't take it. They can't take the pressure of being laughed at. Well, this is what was going on with Nehemiah. They lived with these Sinbalat and hit the, arm, the men of the king were laughing at them. What do they think they're doing? Can I tell you, they laughed at Noah for building an ark, but soon they would find out it wasn't no laughing matter. Amen? Amen? Saw Lot's son-in-laws mocked him when he preached on the impending judgment of God. But they would soon realize that God meant what he said and it wasn't no laughing matter. They may mock us today. They may ridicule you today. But let me tell you, I got to keep on because I know what the word of the Lord says. Amen? They may think we're crazy that we believe that Jesus is coming. But guess what? You keep thinking I'm crazy because I know when it's all said and done that in the moment in the twinkling of an eye he gonna show up this morning we can't quit now we can't give up now over a little ridicule we can't give up now because they're laughing at us for coming to church calling us those crazy holy rollers well I'm gonna roll into heaven and stumble into hell Nehemiah's day 
It's exactly what was going on. Laughing at them. Mocking them. But guess why he wouldn't come down? You know what Nehemiah kept doing? He kept on. He kept on building. I could see the ridicule out there. Pointing the fingers, laughing, mocking. But he kept on. He said, I ain't quitting. I ain't giving up. I've been assigned a task. Her mind's made up. We're going to build these walls. We're going to keep on. I ain't coming down. Most people would have said, I'm giving it up, quitting, but not Nehemiah. We need some Nehemiahs. And we need some people that has a mind that says, I'm going to keep building. I'm going to keep working. Despite the ridicule. Despite them throwing the things at me. Can I tell you this morning, if you're anchored in Jesus Christ and working for him, it's like the opposition that comes your way. It's like a dog that's barking at the moon. Did you hear me? It's like a dog that's barking at the moon. Paul said in Romans 8 and 31, if God be for us, who can be against us this morning? Amen. I want you to get a hold of that. If God be for you, who can be against you this morning? Somebody need to grasp that this morning. If God be for you, who can be against you this morning? Amen. If God be for you, who can be against you? Can I get somebody to grab a hold of that? If God be for you, who or what can be against you this morning? Despite the ridicule, I got somebody fighting my battle. Despite the mockery, I'm still by him. Amen? I've got my mind made up. I'm going to keep building. I'm going to keep working. I ain't going to quit now. They said, what you doing going to church for? Now, I got my mind. Go ahead and ridicule me. But I've got my mind to finish the journey that I'm on. Amen? I got my mind to finish that journey. Anybody else got their mind to finish the journey? Anybody got their mind to finish the journey? Oh, I'm telling you, if people would get their mind made up that they're going to keep on the journey line, amen? If they'd get their mind made up that they're going to keep building, despite what other people think, guess what? Let me tell you, you'd be in a whole lot better shape. You wouldn't worry about what the ridicule and the mockery and just start worrying about pleasing God because God's going to deal with the mockery. Secondly, the mockery wouldn't get them. The ridicule that wouldn't get them. So the enemy throwed out another threat. He started making threats against them. Started coming against them. Verses 7 and 8. But it came to pass when Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabians and the Ammonites and the Ashdodites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were made up, that the breaches began to stop, they were wroth and conspired all against them together to come and to fight against Jerusalem to hinder it. Ridicule wouldn't work, and I can see it now. I'm telling you, it got mad. Uh-oh, this didn't happen. So we're going to try another tactic. We're going to come against them. We're going to issue threats against them. Now the enemy moves on to another tactic. He wants to threaten, and he wants to intimidate them. Let me tell you, let me, let me just tell you right here. 
The enemy likes to shoot his mouth on what he likes to do. Amen? Anybody know what I'm talking about? The enemy likes to shoot his mouth off what he would like to do. Notice I said what he would like to do. I didn't say what he could do. I said what he would like to do. Can I tell you, there's a lot of things he would like to do, but he can't do. Why? Because I got a line around me. Amen? I got a bloodline around me. The enemy would like to destroy you this morning, but he can't because there's a bloodline. But anybody ever seen one of those dogs that's on a chain? If it could get off the chain, it would eat you alive. Well, let me tell you what this old boy used to do. I like to used to tease these dogs that was on a chain. I would like to put my leg out like that and say, here you go, boy, here you go, boy. Then pull it back. Anybody ever done that before? Oh, you bet you, you want this? I bet you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> Let me tell you right now, that dog would come so far, but that chain would pull him back. <laughs> that dog could not cross a line because it was on a chain. <laughs> it would bark and it would go, rawr, 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 rawr. what it would like to do, you could see its teeth, you could hear its growl, but it could not touch you because it was on a chain. <laughs> How many know Satan likes to growl what he would like to do to you? He may show his old gum teeth. He comes right there. But I'm telling you right now he can't touch you because he's on a line. He's on a chain and there's a line he can't cross. He likes to shoot off what he'd like to do. Amen. I think about Job and God told him God told Satan you can touch everything around him but there's one thing you cannot touch what did God tell Job Satan he couldn't touch on Job he said you cannot touch his life can I tell you Satan would have liked to touch it can I tell you Satan would have liked to kill him amen anybody believe Satan would have liked to kill him but how many know Satan knew they was a line he could not cross? I could hear the threats now. That enemy liked to bark. That enemy liked to growl. Anybody the enemy's ever growled at that he wanted to kill you? Can I tell you, he's growled at you a long time ago wanting to kill you. If he couldn't do it then, he can't do it now. Some of you need to get it. If he couldn't kill you then, he can't kill you now. Amen? Because you're on a line. Because he's on a line. He's like that dog that's in its pit. And it's on that big chain. That dog can't break that chain. I'd stick my leg out there and tease him all day. Bet you'd like to have his leg, wouldn't you? I bet you'd like to use it as a, have that bone right there. And that dog would like to get a hold of it. But let me tell you, that dog could not get a hold of it because it was on that chain. Satan would like to devour you. Satan would like to destroy you. Satan would like to kill you. But I got news for you. All he's doing is a barking. You're still standing this morning because of the blood of Jesus Christ and by the grace of God. The threat's been there. Also reminds me of these little chihuahuas. He likes to remind me of anybody seen them? Some of them have the, man, they can sound like they'll eat you alive. They act like they're going to eat you alive. I'm telling you right there, they, them things act like they're vicious. When you see them, 
bite me and you'll be a football. <laughs> God forgive me. <laughs> their bark is bigger than their bite. Amen. I've had them bark at me when they go to bite. Nothing more like a nibble. Amen. They had a big bark but a very little bite. See, Satan's got a bark. The enemy likes to bark. He wants to intimidate you. You see, that's what they were doing, Satan, Balak, and were doing to Nehemiah with the threats. Wanted to emplace intimidation. Wanted them to get the fearing. Satan wants you to fear what he can do. Amen? Satan wants you to fear what he can do. But I want to give you a secret. He can only do where God will allow him to go. Amen? He will only go as far as God will allow him to go. He don't want you to figure that out. He wants you to think what he says he's going to do. That's what he's going to do it. He wants you to get down. I'm going to try this. He wants you to get down, and he wants you to get into your hiding place. He wants you to get in cover, and he wants you to be scared. Oh, Lord, what's going to happen to me now? Oh, Lord, people in the hiding place, fear. They're living in fear. Got their hands back saying, oh, please don't, please don't. I'm telling you right now that he wants you to fear what he can do but God wants you to stand up and tell him in the name of the Lord this battle's not mine you come with me with all you want with your spear and your sword but I'm coming to you tonight in the name of the Lord see Satan would have you to fear he wants you to stop oh he's going to destroy you he's going to take your life He's going to take your finances. He's going to take everything from you. How many has ever heard that before? Anybody ever heard that before? Anybody ever heard that before? That Satan's going to destroy you? Well, let me ask you, if you heard it before, did he succeed then? No. Guess what? I'm still standing. That ought to tell you something. I don't have to fear him because greater is he that is with me than he that is in the world. Amen? Greater is he that is with me than he that is in this world. You know what? I got a name that I can call on. Listen, remember in school, you'd get in a fight. You'd say, I'd call my big brother. I'd call somebody after you bigger than me to take care of you. Well, I'm going to call somebody bigger than me to whoop you. I'm going to call somebody bigger than me that's already whipped you. I'm going to call on the name of the Lord. I'm not going to fear your threats. I'm going to keep on building. My mind's made up. I'm going to keep serving the Lord. I'm going to keep seeking his face. I'm going to keep hungering after him. Nehemiah would not quit. Satan wanted to influence fear. He wanted to intimidate. And he wanted to manipulate him. Whose words he likes to manipulate. Anybody ever met somebody that can manipulate with their words? Well, that's inspired by Satan. Amen? Manipulation is of the devil. Amen? 
you don't do this, I'm going to take tears of you. Blackmail. Go ahead, devil. Your plans will not succeed. The word of the Lord says, no weapon formed against thee shall prosper. Amen. What did Nehemiah do? Beginning in verse 9, nevertheless, we made our prayer unto our God. Set a watch against them day and night because of them. And Judah said, the strength of their bearers of burdens is decayed. And there is much rubbish. Setting that we are not able to build the wall. And the adversary says, they shall not know, neither to see till we come in the midst among them and slay them and cause their work to cease. The adversary had a plot, but God had a plan. And it came to pass that when Jew, the Jews, which wept by them, came, they said unto us ten times, for on the places when you shall return unto us, they will be upon you. Therefore I said in the lower places, behind the wall, on the higher place, and I even set the people after their families with their swords, their spears, and their bows. And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers of the other rest of the people, Be not, not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord. Right there he said, Don't be afraid. Remember the Lord which is great and terrible and fight for your brethren, your sons, and your daughters, your wives, and your houses. God was saying, you fight for your family. That's pretty much. And it came to pass when our enemies heard that it was known unto us. And God had brought their counsel to naught that we returned us to the wall, every one unto his work. And it came to pass that that time forth that half of my service wrought in the work of the half of them held both the spears and the shields and the bows and the harbingers and the rulers were behind all the house of Judah and they which built on the wall and they who bore burdens with those who laid it, every one with the hands wrought in their work with one with the other hand on a weapon. Let me tell you why many worked. They had one hand to the wall and one hand to the sword. They were keep on building, but they were ready to come off that wall and fight the enemy at any time. Let me tell you. Despite the threats, can I tell you, we got to keep our hand to the wall. Amen. And one hand to the wall and one hand to the sword this morning. Think about how that enemy wants to install your fear into you. He wants to have you fearing this morning. He wants you off of that wall. Can I tell you something? Houston Town Church of God, the enemy would have us to come down for what we're doing around here this morning. Amen. The enemy would not have us to have another revival around there. The enemy would not have us to open the doors no more. But guess what? We're going to keep on. Amen? Amen? He may issue his threats. He may try to give us death threats of destruction, of being forsaken, of losing everything. But I found out that that enemy is a bark. Amen? But I found out there is a roar that I can hear that'll make that old devil cry. And that is a roar from a lion from the tribe of Judah. Are you going to listen to the bark or the roar? I don't know about you, but I want a lion. Instead of a mutt. Amen. I want the lion of the tribe of Judah. 
Oh, there, Satan tries to be a lion, but he's not. The Bible says he's as a roaring lion. Don't mean he is one. It means he acts like one. He ain't but one lion. And he's from the tribe of Judah this morning. Amen. He likes to roar. He likes to threat. But I know the real lion. Amen. I know the king. Amen. I know the king of the jungle. I know the king of the universe. I know the king of kings. Amen. And the Lord of lords. Don't allow the devil to put fear in you this morning. He'll show up right on time. Keep in your mind that I'm going to keep working. This is just a tactic the enemy would use. Amen. He'll use ridicule. He'll use fear. I'm getting ready to hit the most dangerous one of them all. The one that he'll get more with than he will with ridicule and he will with threats. This one should be feared more than the first two that I mentioned. This is the one you should be on guard for more than any other. And that is compromise. Amen. Let us sit down and talk about it. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 2. Then said Balak and Geshem sent unto me saying, Come, let us meet together and some one of the villages in the plain of Ono. But they thought to do me mischief. In chapter 4, verse 4 in chapter 6 says they wanted him at least four times. They wanted him to sit down and begin to bargain. See here is dangerous. More than ridicules and more than the threats. This is the one that gets people more than any other. Let us sit down and bargain. Amen. Compromise. I get them more. The enemy was saying, let's discuss it. Let's talk it over. And let's come to some type of agreement. He's a shyster, by the way. Amen. I see that grin on him. Let's talk it over. Trust me. Let's sit down and let some come to some kind of agreement. I think what Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 11 says, We are at not ignorant of Satan's devices. You know what Nehemiah said to send ballot? He said, We're doing a great work, and why should I leave it and come down to you? Can I tell you what Saint Ballot and them was wanting to do? They wanted to stop the work of God. He knew the ridicule wouldn't work. He knew the threat wouldn't work. But now it come to a point where he said he compromised. Let's try to be nice to him. Let's try to please him. But Nehemiah knew something that every believer should grasp today. That there is nothing to be gained by discussing with the enemy. God have mercy. See, I get amazed at the people in America. I think of their, I'm just going to be honest, their ignorance. 
to think you can bargain with ISIS. Hello? You can't bargain with somebody that wants to cut your head off. I'm going to say this and you'll have those people that'll say, we need to bargain. We need to talk to North Korea. Well, they've been talking for 20 years and they're still wanting to blow us up. Hello? You, when you got somebody that has been on your destruction, can I tell you, when they say, this go to the bargaining table, it's not for your benefit. It's for your destruction. And Nehemiah knew this. I wish some believers would grab a hold of it that you cannot bargain with the devil this morning. Oh, let us live in peace. He may let you alone a little bit, but he's gonna, he may sign that paper in one, one hand just like Isis will have behind the other. He'll have a pen in one hand and a sword right behind another. The very moment you turn your back, he's going to whack your head off. Nehemiah and you, I cannot compromise with these people. They had one thing on their mind was to stop the work of God. And I'm going to tell you this morning, Satan wants to stop what the work of God in your life. He's going to tell you to come off and let's sit down here and let's bargain a little bit. He's going to tell you, you don't have to get so sold out to him. He's going to tell you, oh, you don't have to be heads over heel about it. He's going to tell you, you can be a part-timer. How many know there ain't no part-timers in the kingdom of God? Amen? He's going to tell you all kinds of lies. Oh, you can get lax a little bit. Well, let me tell you, when you get lax, that's when the enemy's going to come in. Amen. Too many people want to compromise. We'll give a little bit this way. I'll give a little bit that way. Why do you want to compromise when you already got the victory assured? Amen. Why do we want to compromise when the devil, when Christ has already said, we can have a full victory this morning? Some of you need to shout on that. Some of you need to say, I don't need to bargain with the devil. I've got a victory promise to me this morning. Amen? You see, he, the reason they knew they wanted to bargain, they knew they weren't going to stop them. No matter what they did, we're going to stop them. So they tried to sweet talk. They tried to compromise. Let's get this bargain out. Let's sit down and talk. Some of you need to tell the devil, I'm not coming down from here. Amen. I'm not even entertaining you. That's what Nehemiah said. I'm not going to the table with you. I'm not going to dine with my enemy. I'm going to keep on doing what God has told us to do. Amen. Some of you need to tell the devil this morning, I'm not sitting down at the bargaining table with you, but I'm going to keep on. I'm going to keep on opening this big mouth. Amen. I'm going to keep on running a little bit. I'm going to keep on attending the house of God. I'm going to keep on praying. I'm going to keep on praising. I'm going to keep on in the word of God. Because if he can get you to the compromise, he can get you. This is what's dangerous. Because sometimes something sounds good, but it's deadly. I told you before, and I'll tell these people, it ain't hurt it. Just because something smells good, looks good, 
It may, t- it may not taste good. Vanilla flavored. That's what we put in snow cream. And boy, one time, that stuff smelled good. I thought to myself, boy, if this gets snow cream, some flavor, this ought to be good to drink out of the bottle. Boy, it had the smell to it. I said, well, this does smell good. Let's just lift up the bottle and take a swig of it. I took one drink of it. And the next moment you know, it was, it was nasty. It wasn't no Mountain Dew for sure. But let me tell you, just because something may have pleased may not mean it's good. Even though it may be seem sweet, even though it may look good, it may sound good, it could be deadly. The enemy is the master of deception. Amen? I think about these people lining up out west. I'm telling you, they're having parties to get microchipped in their right hand. They're celebrating it. Having T-shirts made, we were chipped. (laughs) I think to myself, yeah, I would be celebrating that too. (laughs) Just because it sounds something good don't mean it's good. Amen? Just because the devil may have a good bargaining chip don't mean he ain't going to break it. Amen? Because I can tell you this, he may tell you something, but the Bible says he is the father of all lies. You can't bargain with the liar. Amen? He don't care if he writes it in a contract or not. He'll break it anyway. Amen? It's the whole thing with the seven-year tribulation. Three and a half years, the Antichrist breaks it. He could care less what he tells Israel. He's hell-bent on their destruction. Amen? And people think we can bargain. We can sit down. No, we can't. We got to keep on. We got to be like Nehemiah and says, I'm not going to the bargaining table with the devil. I'm not going to the bargaining table that somebody that's meant to do mischief to me. Because when I get to the bargaining table, that's when he's going to get me. We've got a great work, and we got to keep on. we got to keep on. Houston Town, we've had a great revival. We've had a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit this week, but guess what? we got to keep on. James 4 and 7 tells us to resist the devil, and he will flee from us. we got to resist him. This is what I see Nehemiah doing to the enemy, and it's a picture of what we ought to do. Every aspect where they come against Nehemiah, he resisted. There was other things. But when I look at the ridicule, the threats, he resisted. Compromise, he resisted. You know what they ended up doing? They ended up rebuilding the walls. If we'll do that, we'll have success. Amen? But we've got to get it in our mind that we're going to keep on working. Amen? Amen? we got to keep it in our mind. We're going to keep on serving the Lord. Everyone standing in here this morning. We can complete the task. Don't give up. The devil's come your way. The sin balance has come. Ridicule, threatened, mockery, compromise, but don't give up. Keep on. 
serving the Lord this morning. We can't come to an agreement. How many would say this morning, I want to keep on. I'm not coming down. I've got my mind made up. I'm going to work. I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep seeking. I'm not going to compromise no matter the threats, no matter the ridicule. I'm going to come and keep on this morning. The enemy wants you to stop, but you got to get it in your mind. I'm going to keep on. Those that will, it says, I'm going to keep on. Get this out there. Tell them, I'm going to keep on doing what God started this week. I'm going to keep on doing what God started in my life this morning. I'm going to keep on moving this morning. I'm going to keep on serving. I'm not going to quit now. I'm not going to give up now. But I'm going to keep on. I got my mind made up. I got my mind made up. I got my mind made up to work. I got my mind made up to serve. I got my mind made up to worship. I got my mind made up that I'm not giving up. I got my mind made up. I got my mind made up. Despite it all, I got my mind made up. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for each one. Keep on. The, I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it.